I know sometimes it can get really frustrating when you're waiting on the guy to come into your life that you have been praying for. I've been there, um, especially before I met my husband, going from guy to guy, date from date, relationship to relationship, wondering, will I ever actually meet him? So I'm hoping in this podcast, you are able to get some encouragement, advice, um, and even just maybe a little bit of hope uh, as you wait on the guy that you are praying for, and also help you to kind of know what to do with those frustrations as you wait. Be back with you in just a second. Have you recently let go of an ex or Maybe you are going through a breakup or sadly a divorce. Are you struggling with healing from past toxic relationships or really struggling with finding your identity outside of the pains and hurts that you've gone through? I've been there going through it and I'm hoping with my new book, The Breakup, How to Let Go of Your Ex, Heal, Forgive and Move Forward, that I'm able to do just that, help you to heal forgive, and move forward and to let go of those past partners and pains. This new book will be coming out January 2021, but just for my subscribers and my followers, I have a special early promotion that you can do a pre-order for and get both books, not only for the book itself, but also the breakup session guide that goes along with the Ruby's Healing and Letting Go sessions. If you go to ChloeMGooden.com and click under Read and Books, you will see that promotion deal there. And also the Ruby's Healing and Letting Go sessions will run for four semesters next year. I have had so many of you all ask me about these sessions and have gone through them and how they've helped you walk through your breakup or your divorce. And I'm hoping that with this new session, I'll not only be able to give you books and give you podcasts and different videos to walk you through it, but also personal one-on-one live Q&A sessions with me four to five times throughout that semester. If you're interested in also enrolling in the registration for the Ruby Healing and Letting Go virtual sessions, if you go to chloemgooden.com and then click under ministries and then Ruby Healing and Letting Go, you will see how you can register for that. I do suggest to go now. I only have five spots available for every single semester. And right now you can get up to $200 off If you register early, this pricing will change soon. I'm hoping that you will register and I hope you will check out the new book so I can help you heal, forgive, let go of your ex and move forward. All right. So welcome back. So I'm hoping in this podcast segment that you actually find a little bit of hope as you're waiting on the guy that God has for you. Um, I totally get that. I remember waiting on my husband and it can get really frustrating, um, especially when you're trying to do it the right way and you see other people who maybe aren't (laughs) and already getting married and having children and all that. And then sometimes it gets frustrating too, because maybe it's been a couple of years or you've dated like a bunch of people and it was probably at one point you felt hopeful that it could work out with a guy and it didn't. And a lot of times that's what makes it really hard when you are waiting on something and then you think that you're at the cusp of finally getting to it and then it doesn't work out. Um, many times, I know for me personally, when I was dating, I'd rather not even have a little bit of a hope or example of somebody who could be the one and then be crushed. Um, I prefer to just not meet anybody at all <laughs> instead because, you know, it hurts you even more when you think that you're finally getting there and then they're just not the guy. Uh, so I know it can get really frustrating. Um, I dated a couple of guys before I met my husband. 
And actually, when he tried to talk to me the first time, the first two to three times, actually, I was involved with people that I didn't need to be involved with. Um, and sometimes that can prolong you meeting the guy for you if you are not using wisdom and discernment. And I'll talk a little bit more about that in a segment as well. But the first thing I want to go over with it is that realize you are not alone um, as you're waiting on the right guy for you. I really do suggest to be around other single Christian women who have the mindset that you have in regards to waiting on a guy, what you want from a guy, um, and even kind of the goals that you have in your life. Um, it really is true. I think it's a quote out there. The three or maybe three to five close people that are around you um, are the sum of who you are. So if you're around women who are trying to look for the same things you are and they want a good relationship and they want to honor God in their relationships, at some point, Somebody in their group is going to meet somebody, then the next one will, and et cetera. Uh, but if you're around people who aren't on the same mindset, you may find yourself actually keeping yourself from being able to get to that guy because you're around the wrong crowd. They may be trying to look for guys in the wrong places, and they may be rushing into some things. So realize that since you are not alone, put yourself around women who are hopeful, who have a peaceful mindset about it, aren't trying to rush women who aren't trying to attract men with just their physical bodies, but truly who they are personality-wise and who all God has made them to be because who you are, I mean, God created that and he deemed you as beautiful and perfect. And it's a man out there who's perfect for that in your personality. And you don't want to attract a man off of something just physical or something that's temporary. You want to attract them off of who you are and you want them to know that you're the one that God has for them too. So since you aren't alone, put yourself around people who have the same mindset, who are Christian women, who have the same goals, and also women who aren't making finding a husband their main focus. Okay. That really shouldn't be your focus. I talk about that in my book, Single to Marry, um, in the Single to Marry devotional, how you are called to be more than just a wife. That is just part of the calling God has for you. And you can't just get so focused on that because you'll miss out on what God has for you. And many times when you are in God's will for your life and calling, that's usually when you'll meet the guy. You never know maybe what you're called to do may have you cross paths with somebody of the same stature and nature as you and what you're doing. So I do suggest whoever you're around, realizing you're not alone, be around women who may be focused on like, you know what, I just want to travel as much as possible because one day I do want to get married and have children. And you know what, right now I am free, can do what I want. Or women who may want to focus on serving other people and volunteering, or maybe they have a goal when it comes to their job, whatever it may be. Be around that circle of people that will help you in this season more so than hinder you and frustrate you. So realize you aren't alone and put yourself around the right people. The second thing I want you to think about is waiting seasons are usually preparation seasons. So before I met my husband, me and my husband met online. I can do a whole nother segment on the online dating thing, my opinion on that. But um, my husband at the time, before I met him, so my husband is originally Nigerian. He's been in America like forever, but he's originally from Nigeria. And 
I met like about two people from in the African area uh, before him. And before that as well, I've told you all before I teach communication courses and I was teaching intercultural communication a couple of months before I met him. And it taught me a lot about culture. It taught me a lot about idioms and jargon and different things that happen in different cultures and understanding different cultures. And I actually had a Nigerian guy in my class and it helped me get to know more about the culture and understand them more. In within that situation, I learned so much about different cultures. It actually somewhat prepared me for when my husband came around. It was certain things that he did or I didn't understand. But because of those classes I ended up teaching, it helped me out. Not only that, I had met some guys beforehand that really showed me what I wanted in a guy. Um, at one point, I usually dated guys who let me control the situation. They let me control the relationship. I was the dominant one making most of the decisions. Um, as time went on, I ended up meeting guys who were a little bit more dominant. And I started to prefer that. Uh, it took a lot of responsibility off of me and stress. Um, but I will say it does take a mature Christian man for a woman to be able to follow him and allow him to be the leader. Um, but because I met guys like that before him, it prepared me for him. So it was a couple of things that happened before I met my husband. And if I didn't go through those things first, I would have been prepared for him. I mean, I rejected my husband like three times and it took me going through a couple of situations where I really stopped one day and I was like, Lord, I just want a man who will pursue me the way I deserve. I know I'm a good woman and he's serious and is looking for a serious relationship. He literally popped up in my head um, and I let him know I was ready to possibly start dating. And here we are three to four years later, married. Hasn't been easy peasy, but we're here. Uh, but I will say, maybe ask God, what is he preparing you for? If you have not met that man yet, then I mean, it isn't time yet. And the word reminds us that it's a season for everything. It's a time for everything. And you truly do have to trust God on the timing. You don't want to rush it. You don't want to rush him preparing you. You don't want to rush them preparing the mate for you. Um, anytime you do something out of season, you're going to make it harder for yourself and it's going to be frustrating. Just like farmers, they have to actually put stuff into the ground at the right season so it can be nurtured and have the right environment. So don't rush this. Um, maybe ask God, Lord, what are you preparing me for? What do I need to learn about myself right now? And what in this season do you want me to take hold of, love, enjoy, and take grasp of? Because you don't want to try to rush this season. And that's the third thing. Don't do anything drastic while you're waiting. Do not marry the first guy that comes off like he loves you because you've never experienced love or relationship. Don't try to jump into a marriage. Don't try to jump into trying to trap a guy. That is a really bad thing that I know some women do. They'll try to force a guy to marry them by either A, getting pregnant by them or rushing them um, by, by either giving ultimatums. Don't do that. Anytime you do something drastic and you try to force something that's not originally yours, it's not going to turn out for the good. Now, God, we serve a God of grace and mercy and he can turn things for our good. But you may go through a lot of unnecessary hardships because you didn't just wait on God. Live your life. Enjoy it. Find out the calling that the Lord has over you and really embrace this season. So one of the prayers that I say every day for some things I'm going through personally in my life um, is the serenity prayer. If you look it up, it basically starts off with God granting me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Living one day at a time, enjoying one moment at a time, accepting hardship as a pathway to peace, taking as Jesus did 
the sinful world as it is, not as I would have it. Trusting that you will make all things right if I surrender to your will so that I may be happy in this life, but supremely happy with you forever in the next. I really suggest to print that out. I ask God all the time to help me to accept the seasons that I am. I mean, I'm in a really hard season right now, and I'll talk about that another day, uh, but I have to just accept it. I've accepted this is God's will for my life. And you have to accept that this is the will for your life. God is in total control. He's sovereign. He knows you better than you know yourself. Really, truly accept this season. Find the joy in it. Every day on my phone, it reminds me to remember, Chloe, what are some things that you could be grateful for today and have joy about and accept? Because uh, there's some good things going on around you. I'll be back in a second with the next points for what you can do if you are frustrated with waiting on the one. All right. So welcome back. So I'm going to continue going over the rest of the points for this segment. And I really want to jump right into as well in the topic for it. I have on there when you're waiting for the one. And I put the one in quotations because I think we get really, really focused on this one person. And I remember even hearing when I was younger, you know, when God created you, he created your husband at the same time or vice versa. And you're just waiting to cross paths with that person. And I really want to take away that myth, I guess you could say, or that idea of there's only one person in the world you can be with. And that is it. I want you to realize as well that there is more than just one option that God can have for you. So I learned this because I realized that you really can meet a person in any area of your life. It's really just all about what God tells us to make sure that we are loving towards them. And the only criteria that God has when it comes for us being with somebody is making sure that you're equally yoked. That is really the only thing you will see in the word where God is concerned when it comes to the person that you marry because he understands the importance of oneness. He understands the importance of both of you all having a relationship with Christ and being able to have that guideline for you all as a couple and your children. So within knowing that, be open. Um, you really can work with a guy and you have to just make sure that you all know what both of you all like and don't like, that you both have a relationship with Christ, but most of all, that you all grow together in a relationship with Christ and just as people to be better for each other and yourself. The issue comes in that I think that people think when they meet the one, it's going to be really easy and things are going to flow because God has a halo over you too. And he started from the beginning for you all to be together. And let me tell you, ladies, even when you meet the guy that is great for you and you will meet that guy, you are going to come across some really rough stuff uh, because in marriage, it's making you more like Christ. And so we all know when we come, become more like Christ, we have to go through suffering. It's frustrating because God uses marriage to prune you, to truly help you learn how to love and sacrifice for somebody, even when sometimes you don't want to because they're frustrating you, et cetera. So you have to be prepared to know that they are going to they are going to frustrate you. Um, and that you're going to frustrate them. You're going to have to change some things and you get that in your mind right now, ladies, you are going to have to change. Anytime you're trying to bring two people together as one, it's going to have to be some adjustments made on both ends. So considering all those things, realize to be, you really need to be open. You need to make sure that you're prayerful. When I met my husband, we had a lot of frustrations because we both were dominant. We both had strong personalities. Um, we, we had a lot of similarities that really clashed, but then we were opposites in the perfect areas as well. Um, because where I was weak, he was strong and vice versa. 
but it took us time to really learn how to flow. Um, but I stayed really prayerful about him. And I remember praying and asking God if he was the right guy for me. And just so happened, my parents just text me out of nowhere. I didn't ask them saying they thought that he was great for me. And they were right. He's amazing for me. Uh, but it was hard in the beginning. So be open and prayerful um, on the one that God has for you. And even with that, um, accept the fact as well that your current season is not going to be your last season. That right there in itself should give you a lot of hope. I know sometimes we get really focused on where we are right now, and we even respond in a way as if it's never going to change. But seasons change even without you forcing them to change, right? We go through the fall and winter and spring and summer, and it just happens. It's part of the course of life. It's a part of what God has already designed for us. Your season is going to change. It is. You are going to meet that guy one day. You are going to have the desires of your heart, but you do have to be patient and you have to realize that you are going to go through some things because God wants to make sure you're ready for that guy. He want to make sure that guy is ready for you as well. Also, he wants to make sure you're not idolizing it and making sure that you're not putting it before him and that you love him above all things and want his will for your life. So the main thing, too, you can focus on is that there's hope. There's hope that you'll meet that guy. There's hope that you'll get that job that you desire or whatever desire it may be. Things never stay exactly the same. But just make sure to take responsibility on your end to be open, to not do anything drastic, to accept and love the season that you're in and also realize that you are alone. I am very well aware it gets very frustrating. And I'm a real person. I'm very big on being real. I know it gets frustrating sexually. I get it. You know, I know it gets frustrating because you just want to have somebody around and you want a family. You want all of these things. Like, I totally get it. Okay. Uh, I'm telling you, the only thing you can do is you got to stay real prayerful. You got to be around the right people and you got to have the right mindset. Stay in your words, stay around people who have the same mindset as you and really try that serenity prayer. The more and more I pray it, the more and more I've noticed that my spirit and heart and mind has adjusted to some things. But I hope you know that God is aware that you're frustrated too. He knows that we're human beings and that we have needs. He gets that. Um, so trust him that the right timing, he will fulfill that need. Um, he will fulfill that desire. But I do get you frustrated. If you do need any help when it comes to the sexual frustration, I do have Not Tonight, my work is Farber Rubies, and I also have Single Celibate in Dating to kind of help you with tips on what to do in dating when it comes to trying to stay celibate and waiting for marriage. Um, outside of that, I would definitely suggest single to married as well. So you kind of see what mistakes maybe you're making when it comes to dating um, and maybe some things you could do to prepare for it. Well, anywho, can't wait to talk to you next time. I hope you have a great day and God bless. As always, if you would like more information in your dating and Christian life, you can go to ChloeMGooden.com for more books, resources, blogs, podcasts, and YouTube videos. And you can also go there if you would like to contact me with a question or a comment. Hope you have a great day. God bless. Just wanted to say thanks so much for the reviews on the podcast and the listens. I love reading some feedback from you all. And please don't ever hesitate to also ask questions and it could possibly be answered on the podcast. Continue to leave reviews and share that helps other people to find the podcast. And hopefully within the ministry, we'll be able to help people more and more. So once again, I appreciate it. And I hope you continue to enjoy Convos with Chloe.